0: Black Rifle Coffee Company set out on a mission to make the best cup of coffee that's ever hit your mug. And I think they've hit that mission straight on. Their dream has been to sell enough premium coffee to build a support network for veterans, first responders, and law enforcement. And thanks to your support, that dream has come true. Black Rifle Coffee is roasted by a veteran led team of brilliant coffee graders who work tirelessly to roast and bag the highest quality coffee here in America. And the coffee is truly one of a kind and my favorite. Your support has helped Black Rifle Coffee Company expand their team of active duty service members, veterans, and veteran family members, and they were able to donate over 120,000 bags of coffee to veterans and first responders in 2022. Visit BlackRifleCoffee.com Dana and use my code Dana at checkout for 20% off your purchase and your first coffee club order. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com Dana. Use code Dana and also look for Black Rifle Coffee in grocery and convenience stores. Black Rifle Coffee, America's coffee.
1: And in terms of specific locations, uh, I'm not going to be able to go into specific locations, again, other than to say it's moving eastward at this time. Yeah, you had a follow up? Well, just a quick follow up on
0: uh, as people start to see the balloon, do you have any guidance for should they try not to interfere, not photograph? Uh,
1: So the balloon is currently assessed to be at about 60,000 feet. So again, well above uh, the, the range of civilian air traffic or civilian uh, air traffic would normally fly, um, uh, certainly aware that there are cameras, uh, you know, civilian-owned commercial cameras that could spot this balloon um, in, in terms of um, guidance to folks. Again, this is something that NORAD is closely monitoring. Uh, we do assess at this time that it's not pose a physical threat, as I mentioned, uh, to people on the ground. Uh, so we'll just leave it at that. Jennifer.
2: General Ryder, who is controlling this balloon right now? Uh,
1: again, we, we know that this is a Chinese balloon, but beyond that, I'm not going to have specifics.
2: But is it, you say that it's moving eastward and it's over the continental U.S., it's, it's not over Montana anymore. Is the Chinese government controlling the movement of the balloon, or is it just floating with uh, airstreams?
1: Thanks, Jennifer. Uh, so I'm not going to go into uh, any specific intelligence that we, we may have. Again, uh, we we know this is a Chinese balloon um, and that it has the ability to maneuver, uh, but I'll just leave it at that.
2: And once it's over a body of water, will you shoot it down?
1: Uh, again, right now we're monitoring the situation closely, uh, reviewing options, but beyond that I'm not going to have any additional information. Let me go to Tony.
3: One quickie on the... Uh on the on the balloon, can you confirm the photos that are out there that this is not the man in the moon and that is the actual balloon?
1: Uh, thanks, Tony. So uh, certainly aware of photos being posted online. Uh, I, I'm not going to get into the business of confirming uh, whether or not those are you know where those photos come from. Again, I can tell you that the U.S. government NORAD is monitoring this closely, uh, and we will continue to review it. How
3: close was the U.S. to ordering a was the president to ordering a shoot down of the balloon?
1: Yeah. So, again, I'm not going to get into uh, discussions, internal discussions within the White House. Again, uh, right now, we assess that there is no threat, physical threat or military threat to people on the ground. So we're continuing to monitor, Um, you know, and we'll just leave it at that. Thank you. We go to Janie and then we'll go to Rio. Thanks, janitor. We're
0: We're listening listening to to this press conference here. Uh, I have two questions the Department of Defense, which we're going to continue carrying because I need to know this information to be able to talk to you about it on the nationally syndicated radio program. Welcome to the show. Dana Lash here. I want to rejoin this because we need this information. This is about this Chinese spy balloon that's over Montana. Let's rejoin.
4: Provocations in the near future. What is your comment on this?
1: Um, Well, it's certainly not surprising uh, given North Korea's track record of making uh, bellicose statements again What we're focused on is on preserving peace security and stability in the Indo-Pacific region And so Secretary Austin's visit was an opportunity to again reaffirm our strong and close alliance with the Republic of Korea And so that will remain our focus is on working with South Korea and other nations in the region to deter aggression uh, and ensure a free and open Indo-Pacific.
4: One more, uh, South Korea has announced that it will be a test a high-powered, uh, monster ballistic missile with a uh, nuclear warhead level. It, uh, is the, this is a defense against North Korea's nuclear warhead? How do you agree this?
1: I'm sorry, Jane. I missed the first part of your question.
4: South Korea has announced uh, that it will be a test, uh, a high-powered monster ballistic missile with uh, nuclear warhead levels. This is uh, the... the Yeah, I don't don't have anything on
1: that. I'd, I'd refer you to the government of South Korea. Thank you. Let me go to Rio, and then I'll come back over here.
4: Oh, okay, thank you very much. Uh, two questions on the Chinese balloon. So there is a speculation that Chinese balloon flew over Japanese airspace before reaching the U.S. continental U.S. Can you confirm that?
1: Um, I've seen those press reports. Again, uh, as we acknowledged in our statement uh, that we posted last night, we have seen uh, this type of balloon activity elsewhere uh, before. But again. Uh, I'm not going to get into intelligence, uh, and I'm not going to have any further information to provide. Uh,
4: Secondly, uh, how will this incident affect the Secretary's future engagement with Chinese counterparts to maintain the open lines of the communication?
1: Uh, I think we've been very clear that we're always open to maintaining an open line of communication uh, with uh, the PRC, uh, and in that regard, nothing has changed. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Let me go to Phil, and then I'll come over to Kasim.
3: Position of the balloon classified?
1: Uh, Phil, right now, uh, what we're not going to do is get into a hour-by-hour location of the balloon. Again, we're monitoring it closely. Uh, I, as I mentioned, right now, it's over the center of the continental United States. That's about as specific as I'm going to get. But I understand my mm-hmm. being convenient, but does the public not have a right to know? If uh, the, balloon the public is over certainly their state? has the ability to look up in the sky and and see where the balloon
0: is. Oh my gosh.
1: Thank you. Okay,
0: that's pretty much all I need to General, know there. They're not even gonna uh, even they're not even gonna tell you anything about it. Uh, they're not gonna so say anything about it. it. Welcome to the program. Dana Lash here with you. As it, well, I welcomed you before we went back to this. I wanted to know what he had said about it. Uh, this is Brigadier General Patrick Ryder. He's the press secretary for the Pentagon. And this has to do with this Chinese spy balloon. The news of this started filtering through social media yesterday. It's apparently over Montana and it's home to the Malmstrom Air Force Base. There's a couple of Air Force bases. Um, really near i mean right nearby and so they don't know if this is uh because they reached out trying to confirm it was theirs but they also said that it was something studying weather which nobody believes at all whatsoever it's not unusual uh but they said that there have been others somewhat you know something like similar to what apparently like over canada they have uh something that's that's kind of similar But it's the fact that they don't even tell you where it is, I think, is interesting. So there's a Chinese spy balloon over Montana. And we're apparently too, for whatever reason, skittish to shoot the damn thing down. And I just think that this is when American citizens with drones come in handy, right? This is when they come in handy. So I don't know. I just shoot it all down, burn it down and let the burning bridges and the ashes light our pathway forward. I'm just, you know, they said that they're taking the steps to obscure sensitive sites. Now, I know a lot of people are freaking out over this. What if I told you that there are a ton of smaller Chinese spy balloons in your phone called TikTok? <laughs> True. What if I told you that? What if I told you that there were a ton of, you, of, of Chinese spy balloons in, in your phones and, they're all, and, they're, and it's called TikTok? I mean, I see conservatives using TikTok. Somebody asked me if I was on TikTok, and I'm like, why do I want to debase myself by getting on that godforsaken hellscape? Why? I would rather cut all my limbs off, I like Monty Python style with the black knight. I'd rather do that than anything like this. So they said it's, it's currently over the center. If I see a Chinese spy balloon in my airspace, I'm not just going to shoot it down. I'm going to get Tannerite, and I'm going to blow it so damn sky high that you'll see it from the capital of Texas. I will bring out my biggest guns. And I will have make it a family treat. And we will all go out in the yard. And we will blow this thing to kingdom come. Because it's my airspace. And it's a Chinese spy balloon. And I don't GAF. Just don't. So, yeah, we apparently can't. I mean, I think that's a provocation myself. And I'm not somebody who's gunning for any kind of conflict. Unless you're in my airspace of my own property. But... I mean, why are, we, why are we messing around with this?
5: If there was a drone flying over my property, mm-hmm. I would shoot it down. Yeah. And I don't know why this, you know, the, well, the spokesman for the Department of Defense, why they won't shoot it down. What are they afraid? Like, what is on that balloon? What's there that they're afraid to shoot at? Is it like
0: Bigfoot or something? I mean, unless it's like, is it aliens? Yeah, like what is on it? That's the thing. Is there something on it that makes it? I'm still going to shoot at it. I don't care if I see it. I'm gonna. I love how. So here's what I. I'm gonna just. This is where we need like 4chan and Reddit to step up. So let me go back. Do you guys remember the story of Shia LaBeouf? It was after Trump won in 2016, and they had this camera. That was it started in New York. It was in uh, Times Square. It started in Times Square. And it was this camera that you would go up to it and talk to it and say things. And he went up there and he was like, we're not good. They're not going to divide us. And everyone kept repeating that like it was a cult. Right. Like they, they like they were some kind of neo, you know, progressive monk. And that was their chant. And so they get up there and they're saying, there's not going to divide us. Not going to." And then Shia LaBeouf starts like screaming into the camera. And then they raise some goofy flag about it. Well, then people from 4chan took the flag. Right? They stole the flag and they laughed about it. So Shia LaBeouf, then I got it. I this is one because this what I'm hoping is that that they do this with this drone. So it was it was called the heist of the century, and it was the worst trolls on 4chan. And they, this is, golly, they, this, is, this is one of the funniest, it, he will not divide us was his flag. So that's the flag that Shia LaBeouf put out. And he said he was going to fly it the duration of the Trump administration. And he relocated it twice because trolls stole the damn thing. Now this is how serious the internet gets, okay? This is how serious they get. So he was shooting some kind of movie, like in down in Greenville, Tennessee, right? And he threw, he put up the flag and he had a live stream on the flag 24-7. So he had this, he will not divide us flag. And he was flying it near the middle of nowhere, where he behind a house on some private property. And he was down there apparently doing some filming. So what ended up happening is that the the trolls on 4chan were so hell-bent finding it that they scoured the live stream. They looked at the planes that flew over the news site on the live feed, and they used the online flight radar to pin down the location. Not even joking. They crowdsourced the location based on weather and flight patterns. And they found it, and they stole the damn thing again. It is one of the funniest things. So this is when I think we need 4chan. You've, the call has been put out. Do you step up and do your duty? I think y'all need to find that drone. I'm just saying. Like, I think that's one of the funniest damn things I've ever heard. Th- if this was called the heist of the century, can you imagine the trolls of the internet coming together and taking out this Chinese drone? That's a movie right there. That's a movie. That is that is an, um, that's an all-time great American feel-good movie. If they can do that with a stupid flag with Shia LaBeouf, they can do it with this thing, right? I mean, I so every now and then, you know, the times call for a hero and I think that those times are now they're calling for the trolls of the internet to go forth and take out that that Chinese spy balloon just saying so I'm going to watch this with great interest but in the meantime please be aware that you literally have a ton of other little Chinese spy balloons in your phones called TikTok. Uh uh-huh and you help them stay in the air every time you buy stuff from China Uh uh-huh I know, I'm just saying, like, I mean, I know Hobby Lobby's all Christian and everything, but have you looked at where their stuff is made? Just saying. We have a lot to get into, including, oh, well, I got a bunch of wokery. We got a whole bunch of stuff uh, to still touch on, and we're, we'll bring you all the latest with this. I know that the press conference is still ongoing with the Department of Defense there, so if anything else pops up. If you're a regular listener, then you've heard me talk about kel and all the reasons why they're one of my personal favorites when it comes to firearms. Privately owned family company, kel has been making one-of-a-kind American-made firearms since 1995. Driven by creativity, kel doesn't just copy other weapons on the market. They innovate new ones, including the new P50. The P50 platform is based around a 50-round double-stack magazine which lays horizontally along the top of the grip. The 5.7 cartridge comes in several variants, from sporting, hunting, to personal defense, and with how easy it handles its smooth shooting, because it's well-balanced and thus accurate, you can definitely see kel reliability and quality at work. The P50 is fun on the range, but it's also great for serious home protection. To find out more about the P50 and all other kel weapons and products, check out Keltechweapons.com. That's K-E-L-T-E-C Weapons.com. Keltec, creating innovative quality firearms to help secure your world. KeltecWeapons.com. The Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski. Every day, Chris helps unpack the connection between politics and the economy and how it affects your wallet.
1: It's Groundhog Day all over again. Congress has to figure out how to control our nation's debt. What solutions is Kevin McCarthy discussing? And what's the real way to solve America's debt crisis? What should you be looking out for?
0: The Watchdog on Wall Street, Chris Markowski explains. Whether it's happening in D.C. or down on Wall Street, it's affecting you financially. Be informed. Check out the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, all of the
5: news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech.
0: So first up, the State of the Union is next week. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who's the new governor down in Arkansas, is going to deliver the GOP response. Uh, This is uh, to the State of the Union, so, you know, I mean, it should be kind of interesting. Let's see if he can get through an entire address. I think the last time he spoke, it was uh, for the previous, was pretty short. Growing number of doctors are not going to take the coronavirus vaccine uh, I okay. I mean, we've had we keep having these headlines. We keep learning more and more about this stuff. It's like the same damn story every day. Apple had a bad quarter, even with a bad quarter, they had a five percent drop in quarterly revenue. It's the biggest decline since 2016. I thought it was interesting because I saw a story that was saying, "Does this mean the era of of uh, tech, like in terms of manufacturing, Apple, etc., that it's over?" Which I think is kind of a goofy thing to say it because they're still selling tons of smartphones, though. That's the thing. In addition to that headline, yes, they may have had a drop in revenue, but apparently they're also selling, they're still dominating the smartphone market. I mean, they've got like an over 85% profit share. So it's not, it's not really necessarily what you think it would be. Now, this is interesting. DEI officers, you know, that whole cottage industry, they're targets of layoffs and hiring slowdowns because no one wants this garbage from these Idiots that masquerade as academics. Corporate hiring surged because everyone had a, everybody wanted a virtue signal after George Floyd's uh, death, and it's since reversed course. And this has been what I think 500,000 C suite hirings between 19 and 22. There was a 168% growth in hires for chief diversity and inclusion officers and now they're seeing an almost 6% a 6% decline in hires just last year alone. Now that you that was one of the fastest growing industries uh, within these corporations within 2020 and 2021, but now it seems like there's some major reversals there. So that's a really good indicator that I think people are just done with all the wokery and everything else. We're going to talk about this story here in a little bit. And as the IRS expands, studies are showing that the agency audits black Americans three times as much as any other racial group. Yeah, because the IRS is racist. Stanford University law professor Daniel Ho partnered with researchers and economists in the Treasury Department's Office of Tax Analysis uh, all to examine more than 148 million tax returns. Now, even though filers do not identify their race on their returns, the team was able to predict the probability that a given filer identified as black based on geography and names and other factors. And it concluded that they're actually four times, three to four times more likely to experience audits than non-black Americans wow stick with us more on that coming up friends 2022 is history have you thought about what you'll do in 2023 how you will make it better than last year every new year is a new opportunity so i have a great way for you to make the most of this one this year resolve to become a better educated american and the good folks at hillsdale college have made their amazing online courses free for all who wish to learn and my challenge to you is just take one of their fantastic courses. You can discover the beauty of the Bible in the Genesis story, or study the writings of C.S. Lewis, or explore the true meaning of America in Constitution 101. There are many more to choose from, and. All these self-paced free courses feature Hillsdale faculty and scholars. Visit Dana4FORHillsdale.com and pick one of more than 30 free Hillsdale courses. I hope you'll accept my challenge and resolve to be a more educated American in 2023. Pick whichever course you like at Dana4Hillsdale.com and start your free online course today. That's Dana4FORHillsdale.com.
2: Listen to the Dana Show live on the Odyssey app, weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern Time.
6: That all up, it means we've created 12 million, 12 million jobs since I took office. That means we have created more jobs in two years than any presidential term, than any time in two years. That's the strongest two years of job growth in history by a long shot. As my dad used to say, a jobs about a lot more than a paycheck. It's your dignity. And 12 million more Americans get up every morning knowing they can provide for their families with the dignity and sense of self-worth that had been missing. We also learned that the unemployment rate fell to 3.4 percent, 3.4 percent. That's the lowest in 54 years. In fact, the last time unemployment rate was that low was May of 1969. Think about that.
0: Hmm. Well. The administration trying to, I don't know what they they think they're going to try to tell you about jobs here. Just not working out. Welcome to the program. Welcome back. Dana Lash here. It's Friday, bottom of our first hour, and this is, we've been following this Chinese balloon issue, uh, and the president speaking, of course, he was just speaking a little bit ago on uh, the economy. We went to some of the economic numbers as well. We had the Federal Reserve raising interest rates again, (sighs) and yet no ceasing in government spending. Some people are saying that Republicans don't know what they want to cut in terms of spending. I don't think that that's necessarily true. But the Fed rate hike, I mean, it's what, 0.25 percentage points after they met Wednesday. It's the, uh, because they haven't been able to stem inflation, and according to the Wall Street Journal, I pull this this piece up here for you. It's what they end up do what they what they end up continuing to do for the year. Obviously, is going to is going to be predicated upon how quickly this rate increase kind of slows things down. But again, one of the I just don't know how you can have a serious discussion about raising interest rates and everything else when you are also simultaneously pitching massive government spending. It doesn't make any sense because that's people are aren't people are are planning out their financial futures based on what they think is going to happen. And when you have the president of the United States and other Democrats going out, there talking about all this other this other stuff that they need to do. This just doesn't it it just doesn't it it doesn't make any sense. So they um, yeah, and the labor force participation rate hasn't budged. That hasn't moved. And. Borrowing. I had the story yesterday how people were borrowing up until their absolute limit. And it just, there's a lot of, I mean, we are right there on the cusp. Actually, we're in a recession. Why do they keep saying we're going into a recession? We're in a recession. Have they seen the price of eggs? We're in it. We're going to talk more about this. And yeah, money costs more. We're going to talk a lot more about this here. I wanted to touch back on this story uh, that came out from the New York Times. How Black Americans are much more likely to face tax audits. A new report documents what they say systemic discrimination, and how the IRS selects taxpayers to be audited, with implications for a debate on the agency's funding. I am all for uh, abolishing the racist IRS. All for it. They said that the tax. They said Black taxpayers are at least three times as likely to be audited by the IRS as other taxpayers. Even after accounting for the differences in types of returns, each group is likely to file. Team Economist concluded, I was just telling you about this story previously before headlines. It's one of the most detailed studies yet as it relates to race in the nation's tax system. The findings don't suggest bias from indiv- individual tax enforcement agents. I don't believe that either. Uh, and because they said, oh, they don't know the race of the people they're targeting, but they do know where they're coming from. They do know the area. They do know a number of other factors. So I don't know. I don't necessarily buy that. Um, but they said that it's, oh, it's discrimination and algorithms that they use to determine who is selected for the audit. Uh, and they said that it's, you know, it's, it's, it's these algorithms that are doing it, and the result is an audit rate of black Americans between anywhere to three to five times, actually, the rate of other taxpayers. So, and the IRS doesn't exactly explain how it selects returns for audits, but researchers were able to isolate some of these explanations, and that's what I told you last hour before headlines. We just went over that. Uh, but I'm not... Um, I'm, not su- can I'm not surprised, because I'm not at all. But three times, three, f- three to five times, actually... So the research, and I'm pulling up this because it's over at Stanford, and they published the full, uh, the full cert, the full study measuring and mitigating racial disparities in tax audits, and. They said that some of what some 94% of audits among some of these claimants occurred via correspondence audit. The IRS executes that by mail rather than a field audit, and that requires much more extensive resources. But they have a completely secret algorithm with information from the dependent database, and that automatically apparently generates audit letters to claimants. So the disparity, though, they said. Uh, and I the individual who was carrying this out, Stanford University law professor Daniel Ho, like I said, they had examined over 148 million tax returns. And they said, well, filers don't necessarily identify their race, but uh, you can, based on geography and first and last names, that's kind of how it all comes together. So... And then the secret algorithm that the IRS doesn't, the algorithm is probably some woman named Patty who's back in HR, like looking at stuff. I'm just going to go ahead and guess. Uh, But 87,000 new agents to do this. And they apparently, there's this major disparity in audit rates. It's been in existence for quite some time. So I would imagine, I mean, just going by simple math, I would imagine that these, the disparity in audit rates is going to get even worse. If you just, if you wanted to guess at it. I mean, there's, there's, it's, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm actually kind of not surprised. What were you saying on, on break, Kane? You were saying something to the effect of. Well, um, so
5: you look at all the data, right? We're looking at the data and that's exactly what you just said is all the data there from the IRS. Now, is it actual crime being committed and the IRS reacting to actual crime or is it a targeting of a minority group in order to get, you know, to go after them, like in some systemic thing? Um. I look at the data and it looks like all the data points to the fact that there, nothing nefarious was going Mm. on. Um, Same with the, like the crime statistics in some cities where you'll see the, like a disproportionate amount, amount of black uh, crime. And then people are saying, well, it's just a systemic racism of law enforcement or is it them actually committing the crime? So we have, you know, it's it's probably a big question. When you see news stories out here like this, it kind of muddies the water up a little bit.
0: Yeah, it does. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, true. Uh, one of the other stories that we've been following, and they've it's been the big story all day, although I wish people, like I said, got up as upset over all the little spy, spy balloons called TikTok on your phones. So they had the, uh, and apparently this is like, there's another one in Canada right now. That Chinese spy balloon flying over Montana. And Canada spotted a second balloon that's headed our way. So there's another balloon coming. And just the worst time to do this, right when tensions between China and the United States could not even couldn't be worse than they already are. China's already delivered a statement uh, but it's not worth anything. They said they were looking into it. They were trying to say that it was a uh, some kind of civilian, uh, airship or something like that, but it's I mean pretty much for all intents and purposes a Chinese spy satellite. Uh, the the foreign ministry spokesperson Mao Ning had said she she didn't have information about whether uh, you know the the planned trip because Anthony Anthony Blinken was supposed to meet with he was supposed to go to China and meet with his counterpart next week and apparently that's been that's been uh, uh, trashed. I don't he's uh, from what came out this morning he's not going and we had some of the DoD. Uh, The press, the spokesperson for the Department of Defense saying, well, you know, we're not going to tell you where it is, but people can look up and see it, which is one of the goofiest things I think I've ever heard. Uh, But apparently the one of the earlier parts of the story is that Biden himself made the call to not bring it down. Um, The balloon, the first balloon, apparently it's over Montana. The first balloon is about the size of they said three buses and it has a technology suite attached to it um i don't know what's you know nobody knows what's in it nobody really knows anything about them and they're i mean it's just kind of weird that they're so obvious because this is not china in any way being secretive at all i mean they're not being secretive with this stuff and they have all kinds of drones and they have you know all kinds of stuff that have a lot of range so in fact some of the that's uh, some of what the reported naval UFO sightings are, are claimed to have been But it's just weird. I mean is this are they trying to deliberately provoke the United States just to see what our reaction would be? Yeah, and as Kay noted uh, They had they had uh, informed everyone that they have the ability to maneuver Yeah, that's interesting they have the ability to maneuver so, and it's near Malmstrom Air Force Base. If you're not going to respond to... I just think if you have something like this in our airspace and we're not bringing it down right away, are they just... Is this an indicator to them of what we would do if they decided to really, like, say, take over Taiwan and make good on their promises? I think that this is... To me, this seems... uh Sort of like a it's kind of like a a test just to see what the response of the united states would be because it's it's a giant white balloon the size of three buses it's pretty obvious and they had said that their their uh, explanation was that it's a weather balloon Uh, there's it studies weather and it just got loose yeah it got loose and it happened to fly halfway the hell across the world just very conveniently near one of our nuclear silos because we have a lot of our nuclear stuff in montana it just happened to be right there. Right there by the nuclear side. It's crazy how this stuff happens. Wow, who would have thought about it? Who would have thought that what's going to happen? So they said, yeah, just, you know, it's. Um, they said China's a responsible com- uh, country. We've always strictly abided by international laws and we're looking into the situation. Et Nobody believes that, uh, et etc., et cetera. And that um, that it was just studying uh, weather, uh, the weather and et cetera. Yeah, it just, just you know, it just floated literally over an entire ocean halfway across the world by a nuclear silo in Montana. I got a bridge to sell you.
5: Yeah, how does it have the ability to maneuver yet they don't have control of it?
0: Yeah, you can't have both, you can't have both things happen at the same time. It can't just drift halfway across the world and then it also has maneuverability. My first thought was, is this like a thing for Up, the movie? This for real. is like my first thought. I was like, is this like for Up? Like, what is this? I'm just, um, yeah, I love the, that soundbite. We'll play that soundbite coming, uh, coming back. But when the, when the Pentagon spokesman says, yeah, the public's got the ability to look up in the sky. We're not going to tell you where it is, though. But they got the ability to look up in the sky. They can do that. <sighs> yeah, I like the Babylon Bee's headline. Biden says he'll shoot down the Chinese spy balloon as soon as he's done lighting its spy.
2: Politics, pop culture, and whatever else gets canceled, tossed in a blender, paid for by sponsored hate mail. It's the Dana Show.
3: Is the position of the balloon classified?
1: Uh, Phil, right now, uh, what we're not going to do is get into a hour-by-hour location of the balloon. Again, we're monitoring it closely. Uh, As I mentioned right now, it's over the center of the continental United States. That's about as specific as I'm going to get. What I understand my being convenient, but does the public not have a right to know? Uh, the public certainly has the ability to look up in the sky and, and see where the balloon is. What?
0: They got, they can look up in the sky and see where the balloon is. Really? Shoot it the hell down. I'm just saying they didn't tell you you couldn't take it down. That's they just, true. That's true. they didn't. We got, we got a lot of affiliates in Montana, I? I'm just saying. Feel like going on a hunting trip? I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, it's beautiful up there this time. Very cold, right? Very cold, but still beautiful nonetheless. It's eleven miles in the air. Yeah, were we were
5: just supposed to look up there and see it.
0: Yeah, you can look up and see it. Okay. Through optics, right. you can, you can, you can. I got some, I got some good scopes that you can look through to see it. Just saying, you know, and it'd be pretty easy. Just just got to find it. I just, as I said, 4chan, they fought with Shia LaBeouf. I, he did that. It was that art installation. I can't, somebody goes, remember, he called it his art installation. <laughs> I can't even play any of the videos for you because every other literal word is, I can't. But um, yeah, it was basically a giant game of capture the flag. So why not? I mean, let's do like capture the balloon, right? Let's just so uh, we can show the communists in China how we play here in the United States. I'm just saying because they didn't tell you know what he did the way he's they're going about it. It's almost like they're make they're, they want you to go do it so they can say, oh, it wasn't us. It was somebody out in Montana that went and They went and did this. I mean, I just think that maybe we should make true that old saying behind every blade of grass. And cloud. Yeah. And cloud. You know, I'm just, because there's a, you know, you can, I mean, were aren't people experimenting with arming their drones? I'm just saying. You could have a Ginsu drone. Just go up there and slap chop the hell out of that balloon and knock it out of the sky. I'm just saying. But it does, to me, kind of sound like they are wanting somebody, like other people to do stuff with it. You know? They want other people to take care of it? Hmm. I'm just saying, um, I'm just, you know, I'm just gonna, there's a lot of stuff to think. I'm going to think about, I'm going to think about this, you know, and long range. I I haven't ever done anything 11 miles out, but you know, that's like Chris Kyle territory. I haven't, I haven't done anything like that, but you know, there's some fellers out there who can, I'm just, you know, we have, uh, more to come as we rolled towards our second hour. I am. Just absolutely. I'm just very entertained by all of this. But like I said, and you know, they there are a bunch of little Chinese spy balloons in things like your phone. You know, you have them in things like your phone. Uh, They're called TikTok. So you have that. Just, you know, kind of think of it. I, it's, but this balloon, and there's another one coming from Canada, they said. Yeah. I
5: just just think it makes us look weak in our response.
0: I just think that's that a, Good American citizen needs to go take them yeah. suckers out. Do it, because then the government can go. Well, we didn't do it. It's somebody in Montana that did it. We'll have a word, and then they don't do anything. And then China FAFO'd. I'm just saying. It's to me, honestly. I kind of they didn't tell you that you couldn't do it. So I don't know. Yeah, Let's. Say, I know Stephen Yates is busy, but we should ask him about this. Stick with us. We got more in store. Second hour on the way.
1: So as I mentioned, we'll continue to monitor it. Uh, right now, we assess that it will probably be over the United States for a few few days. Um, but we'll continue to monitor, review our options, and keep you updated. as.
0: <sighs> Just a few days. Let it finish its spying. Welcome back to the program. Top of the second hour. I don't know what this sh- show turned into today, but I did not have Chinese spy balloon dominating the news cycle on my bingo card. So now everybody's fighting because of the stupid balloon. And apparently Canada's like, there's another one. Hey, eh? there's another one coming from up here. Hey, eh? they're yelling down to us across the border, telling us that there's another one coming our way. Meanwhile, it's just there chilling. It's just chilling. China's like, yeah, it's ours. It's a, a weather balloon. Yeah, it's a weather balloon. And that's. What it does. And well, you have weather in China. Stay there. Right. Oh, we just lost control of it. And it just happened to float legit all the way across the ocean. And oh, my gosh, we're so sorry. It's right there by your, your nuke silos. That's so, we're so sorry.
5: That thing that has the ability to maneuver? That, yeah. That thing?
0: That thing. It accidentally maneuvered. Now I see all of the, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I am right now Joaquin Phoenix in signs in the closet with a tinfoil hat on. Yeah. So I was, uh, oh, hold on. Where's this at? Where's this it at? He, yeah. Oh, golly. Kane's all, he's already encouraging this. This is bad. So I saw this map where it says it's going to, I don't know if it's true or not, but apparently it's, it says it was going to fly somewhere. And I, some people are like, look, it's flying specifically right here. How convenient across a number of states uh some of the states where it is look at because apparently it's expected to fly right on uh, uh, apparently over memphis interesting and uh, go through from montana to dakota nebraska south dakota nebraska uh, just maybe touch atchison kansas missouri go through missouri you know, maybe hit—we're just a little north of Cape Girardeau—and then go on through to Kentucky and then Tennessee and then Charlotte. That's where it's projected to go. Hmm. So it's going to be over southeast Missouri tomorrow. All right. If all right, here we go. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's Friday, so we're doing things a little differently here, meaning we just don't care about pomp and circumstance on Friday. We engage it enough through the week. This sucker's going through southeast Missouri, and I realize I am asking for a lot. If somebody takes it down, you know what I mean? Because it's 11 miles up in the air. And I think, what is it? Like the record is almost two miles for a sniper shot. So it's a little, but I mean, I, I mean, I, my family comes from, from Southeast, my family comes from Southern Missouri and I know some of you, some of you nice fellers out there like putting stuff together in your garages. I'm just saying, if somebody launched a Gensu drone that popped up 11 miles into the air and slap-chopped the hell out of this balloon. I'm just saying, I didn't hear nothing. Did you hear anything, Kane? I didn't hear nothing. What, I, what are you talking about? What Ginsu drone? What, what? What What? Who? I don't know. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. No, nope, that we don't. We don't know. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, if it, if something like that happened, because I really, I'm looking at the path where they say it's expected to kind of drift. You know, because it's. it's maneuverable but they've lost control and I just do they really want that because they're going through some of the most interesting parts of the United States where innovation really is that's where it's all at I mean you're going through Missouri you're going through Kentucky and Tennessee I mean you're going to be hitting part of southern Appalachia I'm just saying you know Sounds like they want a greeting. They want a welcome. They want a welcome party. I'm just I saying. What if you
5: can shoot it down if you go to the top of the mountain? How much closer are you at that point?
0: Yeah, I'm, you know, that's actually not a bad idea, yeah, we there, a, Kane.
5: We need a drone pilot that doesn't mind taking his drone 11 miles into the air with a firearm.
0: I'm already imagining how I could rig that up in my head. <laughs> I have a drone. I have a whole bunch of tools in my garage. I have. I have one approximately one semester of shop so i know enough to be super dangerous More
5: importantly we have the gumption
0: <laughs> we have the gumption to do it damn it just saying i mean you know i i feel like somebody's uncle's like yeah all right i'm gonna take that challenge yeah. i asked somebody because we were talking about this on um on uh, uh twitter and i had said you know 4 chain. i was talking about 4 chain, and they played capture the flag with um When it was Shia LaBeouf and someone goes, no, 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 they got to be challenged first. Like China needs to tell 14, you better not do it. You better not do it. So we'll see. Wait a minute. What's that, Did you see this
5: breaking news? Hmm. Uh, According to a source, the Biden administration has been aware of this balloon for months. And they have months, in quotes. Months. Months. the heck is that about? Did anybody ask that? During the uh, press conference, I mean, I'm did have
0: anyone to... tell Montana, hey, you got all the nukes up there? Uh, by the way, there's been a thing up there. <laughs> watching your nukes. I'm wondering if it's filled with classified docs now. Oh, man. Good God. I mean, I, I don't know. I just can't. I was reading somebody's somebody's tweet, and they go, wow, if it's truly a Chinese spy balloon. And this guy's, uh, he, wait, is he Twitter blue? Did he pay for his stupid blue check? Because I make fun of people who do. Uh, I don't care if you're like, like-minded. like Oh, it's a legacy account. So he's somebody, I don't know. I follow him, so maybe he hasn't made me mad yet. Uh, but he goes, he says, wow, if it's truly a Chinese spy balloon and we have to ask the public if the U.S. should shoot it down, America's truly gone into the, t- I'm a stranger in my own country. Bill Maligian goes, do you want the U.S. to shoot down the China? I mean, you don't even need to ask. Just somebody go get her done. Just get her done. Come on. Like, I mean, we're the country whose unofficial slogan is, here, hold my beer. Okay? Yes, it's e pluribus unum. That's the smart one. The other one that couldn't fit on the coin was, here, hold my beer. That's the unofficial slogan of the United States. We are the people who came up with that. We are the people who invented rifling. Come on. Don't argue and tell me that the French did it. Kentucky gun, two words, shush up. (laughs) Just gonna say, you're telling me that in this day and age, we can't shoot up a damn Ginsu drone with a gun on it to take out this drone? I don't need to ask my government. (laughs) It's gonna do it.
5: I've heard we've been to the moon.
0: Right. (laughs) We went to the moon and put a flag up there and said, Finders Keepers. Come on. You're telling us that we can't do this. I feel challenged, Kane. Man, do you know what would be, if I, so if I was still homeschooling, I would totally be like, kids, you have this weekend to come up with a blueprint to take down this throne. <laughs> Show your work. Right. I literally would do that. <laughs> and my kids would spend all weekend like mad scientists trying to figure out how to do this. Homeschoolers, there's your project. Because it's going to come from one of you all. Or one of you 4-H adjacent families. It's gonna come from you. So let's just can get Elon her done. Musk
5: just shoot a Tesla <laughs> at it or something.
0: He made a child's drawing as, of a truck come to life. So surely he can do this, right? right, right. Oh man, I just huh. so the Biden administration's been aware of this thing for months, for months. Like, was he aware? <laughs> or
5: was he just? That's actually a good question. Or
0: was he just told? I mean, really? Because he doesn't seem to be aware of a lot of things. So I'm just, you know, True. I'm just wondering, just wondering about that, man. I, so this is, it's, I keep wondering, is this the news dump or is it a different news dump? Because I have other stories here too. I'd cause.
5: love to hear Stephen Yates's uh, opinion. He, Gosh, he's, I, up he's the so proper. The I know.
0: He's going to be joining us by phone. We aggravated the hell out of him. We're like, this is, and he is drawn to answer anything about China. If you ask him a question about China, he, whoop, he's like heat-seeking missile, yeah. which would also be great for taking down a three-bus size. But when, I'm a taxpayer. I okay that, yeah. right? I okay that. I own probably what, like, you know, three-sixteenths of it? Everybody owns a piece of it? Come on. Just put just stamp FAFO on there and send that sucker up. That's perfect. I'm full of ideas. Put me in charge of defense. I got, I got all kinds of ideas. I'm made of activities. Let's go. All right, so some of the other... (laughs) I really don't want to not talk about this because I'm obsessed with the story. Blinken canceled his trip to China over this. I told you that earlier. They have their their stupid explanation out, but apparently uh, Tony Blinken's like, yeah, he was supposed to leave this weekend to go to Beijing. Now he's not. And he was going to meet with Xi Jinping. I thought he was going to meet with his counterpart, but then later on, it turned into him meeting with Xi Jinping himself. And this story was published today... Uh, that he was going to be going over there to meet with Xi Jinping, and then all of this other and all this stuff happened, and now that's been canceled. So, and that's a huge break with protocol. Why would he? Can I just point out separately how weird that is that Anthony Blinken would be Tony Blinken would be meeting with him and not Joe Biden. Right. That's weird. Why? I mean, why would the non-counterpart meet with? Of the of the, the commie dictator of China, would I just don't understand what it's it's bizarre. Just saying, just you know, it sounds also too. uh, China wanted to make this happen because when this started making news on Wednesday, apparently Chinese media then announced that Xi Jinping. That's when it switched up to Xi Jinping meeting with Tony Blinken. And so it seems as though they upgraded, they powered up who he was meeting. So instead of meeting his counterpart, you know, he powers up and is going to meet with Xi Jinping because they wanted to keep him. They wanted to keep that meeting on the books. And so now that's been I mean, the fact that they changed that as this story started making it very, very slowly because there were some rumblings about spy balloons Tuesday going into Wednesday but there wasn't enough information. People were just still saying, you know, hearing it was all very it was all conjecture. But that's when China had then upgraded and said he's gonna, oh, he's now going to meet with Xi Jinping. They were they really wanted to make that meeting happen. As like it was like an inducement to keep Tony Blinken on on schedule for for Beijing. Well, now that's all changed and he's canceled the whole, the whole dang thing. And Here's the weird thing. I was reading this piece over... Uh, I know it's CNN, but bear with me. It's actually a, a kind of an informative piece, even though they have 5,000 people um, writing it. But the story was that this isn't the first time this has happened. Uh, there have been similar incidents with suspected Chinese surveillance balloons, but they've been over Hawaii and Guam. And we just kind of let them sort of float away right float away i guess bob away i don't know and so this you know mark esper says this is a brazen act by the chinese so we're gonna say i just think that we should just shoot it down no that's our rule now apparently they have the same balloon that was spotted in japan uh, in 2020 uh there have also been similar of these chinese balloons uh, elsewhere, but this is a step too far so i think that we just say you know what our policy official policy in the u.s is that if it's a foreign entity and it's there in our airspace we're going to shoot it the heck down just how it is sorry about your balloon but uh it it it, it drifted in front of our bullets sorry <laughs> it just sucks for you exactly. bummer i
5: wouldn't even say sorry yeah
0: Sorry about your balloon there. Just got in the way of our bullets and bombs and stuff. Sorry. We have more to come. So, I mean, that's what I want my taxpayer dollars spent on, right? Good heavens. Treat it like a firework, man.
5: And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech.
0: So, more creepiness. An AI system, a new AI system, broadens the search. For intelligent alien life, and they discovered eight strange signals. And they said that this new system, it's the program named Mid Journey plus Dolly 2, and then of course ChatGPT. All machine learning. They said that this new system has discovered eight signals of interest that the classical algorithms have missed. And they said that this whole thing it might be. they may not be. You know, obviously extraterrestrial. It might just be cases of radio interference. One of those include uh, radio signals that uh, came from this dead star, three billion light years from Earth. So I'm just saying, you know, we we can figure that out, but we can't get this big three truck-sized balloons. I just I'm not going to stop talking about it. I'm just not. The uh, can- uh, farmers are railing against the Canadian government. Because of the milk waste. I don't know if you've heard about this, but like for instance in Ontario, government the government there is making dairy farms dump out milk because they went over quota. They can't donate it to a food bank. They can't donate it to a hospital. They can't donate it to a homeless shelter. They have to pour it down the drain, so they pay $7 for a liter of milk. That's insane. And that keeps happening. This is, I mean... FDR did something similar during the Depression, by the way. But that's just, that's insane, but that's what they're doing. Junk food. Every bite of junk food actually increases your risk of dying from cancer. I've, yeah, processed sugar is super bad. Processed foods are bad. But a new study warns that foods that are generally high in salt, fat, sugar, and contain additional additives, not only can they lead to obesity, but it also can actually increase your body's, uh... Uh, you know, g- creating those white blood cells, and basically, you know, you're trying or risking cancer. That's kind of I've heard. I mean, I understand diet's a part of it, and that sugar feeds that. It's still terrifying. Stephen Yates is going to join us real quick next by phone.
2: Your one-stop shop for the information you need to fight back. If you're going to have to learn stuff, you might as well enjoy it. The Dana Show.
3: Is the position of the balloon classified?
1: Uh, Phil, right now, uh, what we're not going to do is get into a hour-by-hour location of the balloon. Again, we're monitoring it closely. Uh, I, as I mentioned, right now, it's over the center of the continental United States. That's about as specific as I'm going to get. What I understand my being convenient, but does the public not have a right to know? If uh, balloon the public is over certainly their state? has the ability to look up in the sky and, and see where. What?
0: Just look up in the sky and see it. See, I feel like that's permission. I mean, I, we, I'm just saying, I feel like that's permission. Welcome back to the program. Dana Lash here with you. I was just saying that, you know, America's unofficial motto is here hold my beer. And I'm pretty sure we got some folks who can, you know, finagle some kind of like Ginsu drone to slap chop that thing out of the sky. This is wild. I did not have talking about a balloon on my show this long today. There's only going to be a small portion, but this press conference from the DOT was wild. Joining us right now, very last minute, and we're grateful that we can, anytime something like this comes up, we can be like, Can somebody call Yates? Can we get Stephen Yates at Yates.com? This is probably, he's going to become, as he is already on his way, I think one of the most in demand people. Uh, he is he is he's he's he the uh, expert on all of these things. Uh, the American First uh, uh, Institute, he's the the uh, handles everything related to China. Uh, Yates comes on Twitter. He joins us by phone now. Uh, we won't keep you very long, sir. We appreciate your time. Is this a provocation?
3: Well, it certainly does seem provocative. Uh, I don't think we can get away with floating a balloon into the middle of China and have no one really care or pay, take note. Uh, so just a simple common sense test of reciprocity, I think, would call out some of the uh, horse hockey that has come from China's diplomats about how about all you Americans just calm down. We're sorting this out. This is just a, a private enterprise. Well, we know that in the, the the key police and information control state, there are no independent actors Uh, and this doesn't just accidentally float into the middle of a continental united states that is outrageously weird i can't for the life of me figure out how it didn't run into a super stealth secret accident and get grounded at some point like yesterday Uh, but it's just the whole thing is bizarre beyond belief and our government couldn't look dumber trying to respond
0: That's the thing is that I because they said the the spokesperson for the DoD and his presser was saying, oh, well, it's going to be up there for a few more days, a few more days doing what exactly?
3: Well, just think of it this way. This comes to us courtesy of Xi Jinping's Communist Party government that unleashed a deadly virus on the world that killed millions of people and took trillions of dollars out of the economy. It's no big deal to have them float some cheap crap out over the middle of the United States, not tell anybody about it. We're just going to let it float around. This is just unbelievably insane stuff.
0: Mm. Now, and what gets me to Pentagon Press Secretary General Pat Ryder was saying that, yes, we were aware of China's assertion that it's a weather balloon. But he reiterated that, well, we know it's a surveillance balloon and there's nothing that they can do about it. So what if... Because it's 11 miles up in the air, I know even f- amongst the you know record holding snipers amongst us that is, you know that's kind of a far shot for you know uh, a rifle to make. Maybe a Gensu drone can go up there and chop it up. I don't know what happens though if the U.S. government takes it down. Because I thought that writer's words were weird. It was almost like he was saying, "Well, you know, we're not going to tell you where it is. People can look up and see it, and uh, you know, and then if they want to do something." It sounded almost like he was saying, "You guys can handle it." I mean, wh- what did you make of that?
3: Well number one, I'm amazed this didn't constitute a climate emergency and they would have marshalled all forces on the planet to take it down immediately. But number two, I lived in the White House on a day when they flew a fighter jet into a lumbering EP three surveillance aircraft, knocked it out of the sky, held our crew hostage for ten days, and then sent us a multi million dollar bill. So I I just don't put any credence into the notion that, oh well we can't take this down. Why not? And are you saying that we have like a thousand things in China's airspace and we don't want them to retaliate by taking them down? Give me a break.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. We can't figure out why the administration is there some sort of I mean, what are they worried about? What could what could possibly be their opposition, the reason for their opposition in shooting this thing out of the sky?
3: Well, uh, the usual Diplo talk would be, well, you know, we have big, bigger issues at stake. We have, you know, of course, the climate emergency. And then there's, of course, all kinds of warm and fuzzy things around the world. We need them to stop helping the Russians kill Ukrainians. Uh, and, of course, there's these threats against Taiwan. And we need to try to engage them to try to steer them away from confrontation and conflict. Uh, And it might get in the way of the next meeting that supposedly we're up for. All of that is a waste of everyone's time. It's pretty clear and simple. And frankly, I'm ashamed that we don't have a government that has its wherewithal to make sure that something like this is down and we're talking about it after the fact, instead of it still peeing up and we're talking about it.
0: That's a great point. One last thing for and We appreciate your time today talking to Stephen Yates. Anthony Blinken was supposed to be going to China. He was going to leave for Beijing this weekend. And at first he was going to meet with lower level government officials. And the weird thing was that as the initial conjecture about this spy balloon started kind of filtering through social media and started piquing the interest of the press, it was on Wednesday, apparently, that it was announced from Beijing that instead of just meeting with some lower level officials, Blinken was actually going to be meeting with Xi Jinping himself. And it seemed as though that they kind of threw that out there To me, anyway, and I don't know if I'm wearing a tinfoil hat or looking too much into this, but it kind of seems like they they threw that out there as a way to, to induce him as this story started building so that he wouldn't alter the schedule and would continue to keep his his time in Beijing, even after this thing with the spy balloon broke. Do you do you get that same impression?
3: Well, I do think that the Chinese somehow shifted gears and wanted to put on their version of a charm offensive to try to pull relations somewhat back on track. They've done a real number on their own economy. They've done a number on their own public. Uh, And so they wanted to, I think, hold up the facade, that things aren't running out of control uh, and that they can handle the Americans. Uh, The whole thing, though, from an American point of view, Why did it take some weird alleged weather balloon to get people to react like this? We had a fake police station up in Brooklyn, New York. We had all of this impact of COVID, tons of people's jobs and other things robbed out from under them. Why did it take this for people to sort of say, whoa, this is the last straw? Uh, And. Uh, I assume Blinken was meant to set up some kind of a conversation with President Biden and Xi Jinping uh, to try to work their magic. I don't know on what. Uh, And this just gets in the way of the diplomatic gears of planning those meetings. So the whole thing is just people running with scissors that shouldn't have them.
0: (laughs) That's the best way to put it. Well, I'm hoping as this thing continues to float over the U.S., maybe we get some. Uh, I don't know. I, I hope that 4chan try to play capture the flag with it like they did that Shia LaBeouf flag uh, during the early days of the Trump administration. Maybe they I just feel like that, you know, in America, as I said, our unofficial motto is here. Hold my beer. This would I mean, this is a yeah. country where we should just make true that hole behind every blade of grass. And it's not the government that did it. Oh, it's just some people that just took this took the balloon exactly. down. I think they that's far this scarier. was some
3: private enterprise. This was some private initiative always so our yeah. take now. Thank you.
0: There you go. Right there. Stephen Yates at Yates Coms. Always appreciate your time with us today, my friend. You can find him at the American First Policy Institute. He uh, runs the China Policy Initiative there. Thank you so much, my friend. Have a great weekend. Take care.
3: Thank you, Danny. Take care. We have,
0: we have more to come as we wrap up uh, going towards the bottom of the hour. I still think, I mean, when you look at it, it does, I mean, yeah, that's that's a long shot to make. It is. It's a, it's not possible, but...
5: What about a laser? Well, yeah. Powerful laser.
0: I mean, that's also true. But also, what about... Now, I know, don't laugh at me. I'm so not even going to hear. I'm just thinking out loud, right? This is, we're in here, hold my beer mode. We're thinking out loud. Like, we got, you know, there's folks up there that got planes and stuff. That's true. And I've been on little puddle jumpers where you can crank open a little window.
5: I'm just saying. Oh, 60,000 feet, that's a little different story.
0: No, no. Well, no, I'm not saying 60,000 feet. Like, when you're down in the Exumas, you can get on one of them little planes and, you know, can't cr- 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 crank open a little window. I mean, it's scary as that's hell, but true. it's fun. It'll get you
5: closer, that's for sure.
0: I'm just saying, couldn't you maybe do something like that and maybe just stick out a rifle out of that thing and... I'm just wondering, could you calculate for the airspeed that you're going? I mean, there's a lot of math involved there. Yeah.
5: I think we're looking for good ideas. We just don't care to look for any permission.
0: We just need all to, to come to... Yeah, we don't need permission. We're not looking for that. No. We're just looking for really fun and inventive ways to take Gosh, that thing down, exactly. right? I'm just saying, like, there's, there's got to be ways. So let's think on it. I feel like this is the time that America can come together and brainstorm. If anything can bring us together, it's this nice. stupid balloon. It's time to come together over this balloon, America. We're going (laughs) to figure out how to knock it out of the sky with a giant collective bat. Let's do it. Just saying. That has to be an 11-mile-long bat, but we can make it work. All right, we have more to to come. Honestly, though, for the first time, I know we got to get moving, but for the first time, I feel like people are kind of on the same page a little bit, right? I mean, hopefully somewhere down in the beautiful... Green hills of the Ozarks, or somewhere in the wonderful shady crevasses of Appalachia or anywhere across this fruited plain. People are inspired, inspired because of the story they heard about a three bus long balloon that's spying on us. And they all come together and they figure out how to take it down. It's the story of a It's a movie I'd watch. I'd watch that movie, sirs. I would. Oscar, Oscar!
5: I'd voice the trailer for free.
0: Yeah, right. I mean, I I don't know what I would do because I don't. I'm not really good at like production stuff, but you know, I can pick colors or something. I don't know. I'd do some. I yeah, I'll help. I'll help. I'll. I, you know what? I can write it. I'll write the screenplay. Here's the movie. Taking down the balloon. We're gonna think of a name for it. All right, as we get moving. Although I really just want to talk about this all day because the news cycle sucks, and this is like the one bright spot in our bright spot. A big, fat balloon bright spot.
5: It's his life mission to make bad decisions. It's time for Florida Man.
0: Man, oh man, oh man. I have no. So, when I was younger, some, my grandparents had a gas station. It was out in, out in the Ozarks, and it was, it was near a river. And they also did canoe rentals and all that stuff. And I always knew from being a young kid that you never had your cigarettes or nothing out near getting gas. And I was a kid, and I knew that. This grown adult dude did not know that. Ricardo Montalvo. He set a trailer on fire. He's getting gas. According to Lee County Sheriff's Office, he's smoking his cigarette, getting gas, putting it in a container, flicked his cigarette, and he ended up... So he, it, it, they they have a uh, uh, lawn and garden care. And all their lawn and garden, garden care stuff was in their trailer. And he flicked his cigarette... Near filling up the gas container and burned down the whole damn trailer. the family said that that is literally their main income, and now all their equipment is gone, and they're hoping insurance covers the damage. uh I actually don't know if that's gonna happen because if he's smoking and that's like negligence, don't you think that that I mean i don't I feel bad for him, but I'm just saying it feels kind of like that might be a little bit of a of a reach to make that happen Good heavens So I yeah I know I just that's a that's a tough It's tough man you got you can't be doing that kind of stuff Alright uh, also A <laughs> this is not DJ Fun uncle he hates that name I still think it's like a party name man Steve hate will never ever be called that A Florida man confessed to stealing DJ equipment Worth $65,000 And he pawned it for 21 Niceville police said Niceville in Florida imagine your town niceville and you got somebody stealing your your stuff uh, in Okaloosa County a man behind bars he stole that all that DJ sound equipment everything thousand dollars worth 44 year old Donnie Lee Roop stole it from two storage units he worked for the DJ company transporting and setting up the equipment for different weddings around the area and he pawned it all off and then finally they they hunted him down and now he's in He's in jail on a fifty-five thousand dollar bond. He's got it's a nice felony he got slapped with, ruined his life over that equipment. That's crazy. Uh, also, a Florida high school principal <laughs> is accused of keying a car in a public's parking lot. So, N- Nathaniel Fancher, he was arrested on a charge of criminal mischief. He's the principal at St. Cloud High School. He was arrested because he was caught on camera and keying somebody's car in this parking lot. Now, according to this affidavit, this happened on January 26th, the police were called to the Publix. They spoke with the victim who said their car had been keyed while they were in the store. And the manager gave the police a security video that showed that that dude, that that principal, Nathaniel Fancher, doing damaging the car. And they he's 48 years old. Uh, they said that he they didn't have a motive, which is kind of uh, you, I, you have to have a motive. There's some way you have to have a motive. But they haven't reported on it, and now all the the school district they had to send out messages to the parents and uh, all of this, and he's gonna you know probably lose his job permanently and all. That. I mean, just craziness. But there what he had to have there had to have been a motive. See, that's important for me to know. Like, what was it? Did the guy was it road? If it was road rage, then yeah, that guy's you know a stooge. But what if it was something else? You know, I just I have these questions. I'm just curious. I just, you know, I got some questions that I need need answered. Uh, let's see here. This, uh, a, now see, this guy didn't do it right. A Florida man was injured after crashing a homemade aircraft. <laughs> I really don't want to read the story. Why
5: couldn't he crash it into that damn balloon?
0: Yeah, crashing the damn balloon. 78-year-old Florida man was seriously injured after his homemade ultralight airplane crashed in the woods. According to deputies, the pilot had just taken off from a nearby private airport. I mean, I'm looking at this thing. It, Man, this guy has beans to fly this. That's all I'm going to say, man. Rescuers had to extricate the pilot, who was identified as Vincent Grasso of Palm Bay. Parts of the homemade aircraft were found in trees 15 to 20 feet off the ground. The fuselage was strewn all over the woods. He had serious injuries. They took him to Halifax Medical Center in Daytona. He's in stable condition, thankfully. Uh, But deputies said they heard the airplane, they saw it make two large, hard left-bank turns. Then it backfired, then the engine cut off, and then it went down below the tray line, so... That's, um, yeah, that's, I wouldn't get in that one. No. That looks like a child's craft project, just going to say. We have more in store, don't go anywhere. More of the Dana Show, third hour. Jim Jordan going to be joining us later too. Stay with us.
6: And so I thought, we're going to hold someone accountable for anti-Semitism. Surely it's the author of this tweet. Kanye, Elon, Trump, October 6th, written by Chairman Jim Jordan. October 8th, what does Kanye say? I'm going to declare death CON 3 on the Jews. So surely this tweet came down, right? Came down, was deleted. No. Two more months, it was kept up. Two more months. Oh, no. So don't come here looking at us for anti-Semitism. Look Wait. in your own damn mirror before you ever come over
0: here. Oh, Eric Swalwell's really feeling himself. Somebody got high on their own farts before they hit the floor of the house. <laughs> hey. That's appropriate. Slow down there, Slick. Slow down. Hey, welcome to the program, Dana Lashier. We are onery today because I'm mad that I have to talk about a stupid balloon for all. I did not have that on my bingo card today. Just to slingshot that damn thing out of the sky. Welcome back to the show, Dana Lashier. You're somewhat lovable, barely tolerable curmudgeon today, uh, and you can listen to us from sea to shining sea all across the country. And you can also watch the simulcast Facebook. YouTube, the first on drag TV channel 349, which did not censor because they added two other conservative mo- networks the exact same week, so stop. Anyway, I digress. Back to this thing. This guy, he acts like he's showboating. You know the saddest thing to watch? And you almost feel pity, but your dislike for the person involved prevents the pity from turning into a, a warm sentiment. You know? <laughs> And he really thinks he's got something. So for those who are not watching the simulcast, Swalwell was on the floor of the House yesterday. And he had one of his staffers blow up this tweet from October 6, 2022, that said House Judiciary GOP, it was their Twitter account, and all they wrote was Kanye period, Elon period, Trump period. And he's like, you can't say that we're a semitic You wrote Kanye right here. Like, it's the same thing. As Ilan Omar saying that the Jews have hypnotized the world. Or something to that effect. Israel's that she wasn't criticizing Israel's yeah. government. She was criticizing like all Jewish people. And that was one of several things that she has said, by the way. Let's be real. And so they're trying to act like that's an even remotely anywhere. And I love how just stupid they all look, because they're like, oh, seal oh, clap. He's making a good point. He wasn't actually. It's just so bad. I have two words. Actually, it's one, re- one word that's repeated twice. Uh, la fang, fang. That's all I got. That's all you need. That's all I need. I, I would have, this is why I can't be in Congress. Because I would have walked up at the mic and taken my time and I would have been, I would have gone, mm, yes, mm, Fing, fang. And then just went and sat down. And then everybody, Whoa! I just so, I can't deal. This guy is so smug. He is so smug. He really is. I'm gonna be on my best behavior. Oh, you, I, they don't know. You know that, Kane? The audience doesn't know. No, no, no. Should I tell them? Or Should I wait?
5: And uh, then there is some value in waiting. But uh, you can tell them, I guess. Yeah,
0: but I'm horrible at keeping secrets. That's, that's what I mean. I'm really bad at it. That's why I put, I should not. I wouldn't. See, I couldn't even. Also, again, I couldn't be an elected official because. The secure- I mean, if it's important, but if it's something stupid, then I'd be like, why is this a secret? This is so stupid. So I'm going to go to the State of the Union. I know. And um, glad that there's no mask requirement or anything like that, because that would have been a trip. But I'm going to be very well behaved, as always. Look, to, to, to know me is to love me. I mean, I am just all about making friends. So far, they haven't said she can't come, so you know i don't so there's there's that so that'll be very interesting that's all i'm going to say now all right so we've been uh also discussing this so the balloon is the balloon now floating down towards missouri my home state kane our home state is the balloon now floating towards missouri i saw a
5: kansas city tweet
0: really let me pull let me put this in the webernets real quick balloon so it's
5: not as north as We originally were. Well,
0: I think it's because it was already in Montana for a while. Oh boy, here it is. I'm getting some of the video. Reports from people across northwest Missouri near Pleasant Hill and Casey Metro are seeing the Chinese surveillance balloon. It is moving southeast. So it's on that track. I'm just saying the Pentagon's admitted that the balloon is maneuverable and it's changed course. Why in the hell are they allowing it? They said, and Ga- and, and Juan knows, well, they said it was a civilian airship. But it sounds like it, it, there's, I don't think there's civilians on it. Right. But I don't care. Because you're in our airspace. Pow, pow. I mean, that's just. <laughs> it's like that, that movie Step Brothers. When, you know, he's in there and he's talking to Derek. Pow. About the Catalina wine mixer. Pow, pow. So if it's, a, I'm telling you, man, people in Missouri don't like stuff that they don't know what it is flying up in the air. I'm just saying. Uh, so it is. So that's where it. So it was in Montana this whole time where we just were learning about it. It started bobbing along to going to Missouri. Mm-mm-mm. And the and the nobody in the government, including the Biden administration, apparently it's also there. It's over Saint Joseph. They decided they didn't want to. They just weren't going to share anything. They weren't going to share nothing? They, knew, they weren't going to tell nobody knew about nothing? about it for months. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I don't know. Man, come on. Where are my Missourians at? I know you all. Y'all make moonshine. Every single damn one of you. It's actually ensconced in the state constitution. It is protected. Right. You're sitting here telling me y'all can't finagle something to shoot up in the air 11 miles and take that sucker out? Come on. Calling all rednecks! Calling all rednecks! This is a red alert. Weep, <laughs> weep, weep. Just saying. That's the that's the uh, gumption that that built America. Man, it and I, again I got to share that because it does. It's so it's like they capture the flag with that uh, that Shia LaBeouf story. I wanted to read this paragraph to you real quick because I thought it was hysterical. It's it's over. It's a stupid. I don't like Vice because I think a lot of them are dumb and they don't know gun law, but this is kind of funny. It says that because they, it's the the poll for politics section of 4chan. Don't go to 4chan. It's just not going to go well for you. Just stay away from it. But they said sometimes bad people can do impressive things and we can, because they hate everybody at 4chan. Vice writes that they can at times appreciate their work while disliking the people. The plot was like an Ocean's insert number here flick. It involves CIA-level research of flight and star patterns, Shia LaBeouf, a man in the field driving a car honking nonstop, and a Trump hat hanging on a flagpole. (laughs) They said that, however, much like the Ocean movies, there is a backstory that must be explained in order for you to fully enjoy the insanity of the heist. The folks at Forge Hand for some time now have been systematically screwing with Shia LaBeouf for his, quote, he will not divide us, end quote, art slash protest project it started first with Labov setting up a webcam in new york and it was supposed to be a permanent live feed for the duration of trump's presidency where people could look into the camera and chant the saying and it obviously did not end well the trolls started targeting people who went to the protest and when they figured out their their identity they screwed with them for days the grown-up they said the grown-up uh uh Louis Stevens would regularly appear in his live stream and things would get pretty heated. Several times the actor screamed in the face of Trump supporters and it all culminated in LaBeouf being arrested and charged with assault and harassment. The nonstop uh, actions surrounding the art project got to some people and it was shut down by the Museum of Moving Image in Queens where it was located. They write, Shia, not to be deterred, then moved the exhibit to the El Rey Theater in Albuquerque in mid-February. But the trolls continued. The live stream was spray-painted and eventually shut down when gunshots were reported in the area. Still, though, Shia, ever the trooper, carried on. This time, the project featured a live stream of a flag waving in the air. The stream contained only the sky and the flag as to not give away the location to the trolls. Yes, LaBeouf must have thought. There's no way they're shutting this one down. I've done it but he would be proven wrong once again. Instead of vanquishing the trolls, he started the most intense game of capture the flag ever. The trolls, using only the live stream of the flag, started, I kid you not, studying the flight patterns and contrails of the airplanes passing overhead. They mapped out what they saw and took their findings to flight radars to try and pinpoint a general area. Using the knowledge gleaned from the flight patterns, they found the location was near Greenville, Tennessee. The obsessed basement dwellers then turned to studying the star patterns and their movements, and with that, plus a tweet that LaBeouf sent out in a Tennessee diner, the trolls were able to narrow the area even further to a small patch of land between a house and a river. And this is when their man on the ground came into play. The Channers were able to enlist a local troll to drive around the area and repeatedly honk his horn. (laughs) Imagine a man driving around a small Tennessee town. blaring the horn repeatedly while rocking, I assume, a soundtrack from a Metal Gear Solid game, all in an attempt to screw with Shia LaBeouf. This is the thing that actually happened. But then the trolley magic happened in the dead of night. The horn was picked up on the live stream, and the troll posted his location to 4chan. In probably the sweetest moment of his existence, the channer made his way to claim his prize. Down went Shia's white flag of defiance, and up went a red Trump hat. And the most pointlessly convoluted game of capture the flag of all time came to an end. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It is one of the funniest things ever. Do that to this balloon. <laughs> exactly. Get this balloon. I'm just saying, man. Ah. All right. So I don't know why they're not doing anything. What do they think? Do- honestly, what do they think that it's going to? I don't care if somebody is provoked. It's a spy balloon. By the way, if you're mad about that, make sure your kids don't have TikTok on their phones. I told my kids don't do social media, but I told my kids, you will not gonna, you're not going to put CCP garbage on a phone that, that we purchased and, and bought, pay the bills for. It's not going to happen. If you want to have your own phone and pay your own bills and be spied on by the CCP in Beijing, then you can be stupid and do that. And you can do stupid stuff with your stupid phones but we're not putting the CCP garbage. I don't even have Zoom. I refuse to even use Zoom. It aggravates our sales department so bad because they'll be like, oh, we need to do a Zoom call. And I'm like, I don't do Zoom. I'm not doing Zoom. I'm not doing Zoom for you, you, or you. Not going to happen. We got FaceTime. We got Skype. I don't, I mean, I don't even care. We can use like, you know, plastic cups suspended on strings. I don't care. I ain't using Zoom. I'm not putting it on my devices. They think it's crazy, but I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. So... That was really fun when I told the school that they couldn't do Zoom because I wasn't putting CCP garbage on my kid's computer for to do remote learning. I said he's going to have to Facetime in, so set y'all's phones up, like, cause he ain't doing. We ain't putting the CCP trash on this. cause it's true. That's all the tech that's owned by Beijing. So anyway, yeah, I'm that parent. So it's apparently going through over there. So we've got that. I also have. Wait, let me check because we got Jim Jordan who's going to be joining us. I cannot wait to talk to him about this. Also, a Democrat representative wants to change the word, word welfare. He says it's a pejorative that demonizes mothers. That sounds what? sexist. Yeah, uh-huh. Yep. that's true. And the Miami mayor unveils the city's Black History Month police cruiser. Now, this is the same city that had their alphabet rainbow car. Yeah. And we couldn't figure out, is that for gay crimes? Crimes only by gays Or only crimes against gays I don't understand So now apparently um, They have A a black history police cruiser With images of Africa all over it And I'm I don't Can I be real like it Doesn't look Because they had the pride one and now they have This other one and I I just don't know what I think I have thoughts Why do they got to do this to cars You know how much that stuff is like wraps like that. Those wraps are expensive. That's expensive, and it has the the fist up. It has four fists on it.
5: <laughs> I, I would assume they're just trying to do community style outreach in some way, but I'm not sure the cost to benefit ratio is there. Like
0: they put Africa, they put the African continent on it. I don't know, man. I got, dude. I got. All kinds of like questions and stuff. Let's get moving because we got we got headlines on the way. We're still doing a professional radio show here. Come on, people.
5: And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech.
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right, a couple of things here. So this, I uh, pull this up. This story here. We told you that talked about that laptop and the whole story about that the other day so the lawyers are now backpedaling on the admission that the laptop belonged to hunter the new thing that they're saying is that it actually ended up oh it's his data but uh we can't say anything about the actual hardware but it is his data okay well that's that doesn't that's a distinction without a difference that doesn't make any sense at all. Oh, okay, well there you go. Florida high school athletes may have to submit menstrual history to their school. Well, I'm telling you, one of these things with with NCAA and uh, NCAA and all this stuff um, that actually wasn't in one of the bills, but they were saying that if you're, you know, with some of these athletes, this is something that they've talked about in other different in other states as well. Because be a boys trying to play girls sports. We're a little short on time here, but we're making up for it with Representative Jim Jordan next.
2: Want a behind-the-scenes look at The Dana Show? Subscribe to Dana's chapter and verse newsletter for a deeper dive in all things Dana at danalash.com.
7: Thank you. Thank you, John, for you. Sheriff, on day one, uh, President Biden uh, terminated the national emergency declaration on the southwest border. Number two, on day one, he halted construction of the border wall. Number three, on day one, he revoked President Trump's immigration enforcement priorities. Number four, on day one, he paused deportations And number five, he moved to terminate the Asylum Cooperative Agreements with Northern Triumphant Countries. And number six, he suspended enrollments in the Remain in Mexico program. Did any of those things factor into the conditions you described in your opening statement Into this this, this influx of people coming to our board? Did any of those six things that President Biden did on day one contribute to the situation we now find ourselves in? Mr. Chairman, it did. And that's all of it. It, Every single one. Every one of them changed. We we went from what I consider probably my 38-year career, um, one of the most manageable borders, and that was also shared. and want be clear what you said, Sheriff. The most manageable border we had in your 38 years in law enforcement was two years ago. Yes, it was. Okay.
0: Well, very interesting discussion there. That's uh, Jim Jordan, who is now chairing the Oversight Committee. One of the, that's, he's, yeah, yeah, he's, 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 uh, I think been tailor made (laughs) for that position. Welcome back to the program, Dana Lash here with you. You can listen coast to coast from sea to shining sea, pick an affiliate near you. You can also watch the simulcast of the nationally syndicated radio show, YouTube, Facebook, and the first with Directv channel three forty nine. And Representative Jim Jordan now joins us on the phone about all of these issues, Uh, Congressman. It's uh it's it's good to have you. Thanks so much for giving us some of your time today. And the because we're going to get at everything, including the balloon, because I would hope that there's some oversight for how this was able to even happen. But as it relates to you know the border crisis, the, I mean, I'm in Texas, uh, border state. I have affiliates down there at the border. And the stuff that I hear from our affiliates and from listeners in that area is absolutely horrific. Just the abs- the influx of people who are illegally entering the taxation on resources and yet nothing is being done to at all whatsoever and, and then you have DPS that's doing the job of catching some of these more dangerous criminals uh be, that are coming over uh because border patrol they have their hands tied and they're too few so I I, I kind of wanted to get you know just I, I realized that it, everything is just getting going with this new session but what can we expect at least what what can be done on the houses end to work with these border state governments to be able to pick up some of the slack that the federal government from this administration isn't allowing isn't allowing
7: yeah. Well, well, first of all, remember what Sheriff Daniels, the guy you were playing there, who was in our committee hearing, uh, what, what he said was two years ago, the border was at its best he's ever seen in 38 years of law enforcement. He went on to further say, and currently it's its worst he's seen in that 38 years of serving his county, his community as, as, a, as, a, as a sheriff and, and someone in law enforcement. So what we tried to do in, the, in our first hearing was show why this matters. I think there are th- sort of three fundamental questions. How did it happen? And I went through those six things that Joe Biden did on day one. They've intentionally Mm -hmm. created this chaotic situation. Why it matters. This was our hearing this past week. We saw a dad there whose whose son was killed because of fentanyl. Sheriff Daniels described the crime. He described the property damage, the cost to communities, to law enforcement, to hospitals, to school. I mean, he described all that. The solution, how do we fix it? We go back to the policies at work and we're going to pass legislation, immigration enforcement legislation. We will pass out of our committee that will show this is how you fix the problem. Uh, I don't know that the Senate will take it up. I don't know that Joe Biden will, will, will sign it, but we're going to pass it out of the committee. We're going to get that through the House, uh, show the American people this is what we have to do. And then that'll be part of the I think it'll be part of the presidential campaign, the 2024 campaign. When I as I have said on your show before, when I hope President Trump Runs and wins. And then we will try to provide as much assistance and help as we can to, to states, border states. In fact, we're going down to, uh, we're going to be going to the border in, in two weeks to do, to visit with some of our folks on the border, the DPS and and others who do the good work down there, um, and have a hearing and talk with folks. But we'll do everything we can to help them as we move through this problem.
0: Going from this to the, uh, the the development with the Hunter Biden case just over the past couple of days, uh, Hunter Biden and his legal team sent out a letter basically wanting to fight the internet. They admit that the laptop is his, which then means that you had 51 intelligence officials, as you tweeted about it, yep. said that it was misinformation. 51 intelligence officials lied to the American public to protect the president's drug addict son and his CCP business dealings and, and who knows what else is on that laptop. How did we get to this? I, th- I mean, this is inexcusable. The, f- all. I mean, Brennan, Clapper, all of these people signed this. Give, I wanted yeah. to get your thoughts on on the development of that in the past couple remember of years
7: Remember what that letter said, that letter that 51 people signed on October 19th, five days after mm-hmm. the New York Post story came out. They signed that letter, and the key sentence in that letter was, the Hunter Biden laptop story has all the classic earmarks of a Russian information operation. I would argue the real information operation was run on we, the people, by our government, big tech, big government colluding, big media colluding to run an information operation on us days and weeks before the most important election we have. And that is why we have formed this committee, this select committee uh, within judiciary, to focus on how the government has been turned against the very people it's supposed to serve, the American citizen. And so we're going to dig into this issue and a host of others. We just... The the, the very first thing a whistleblower came and talked to us about was how you had the government colluding with the National School Boards Association to go after moms and dads. The first FBI whistleblower came to us on that issue, and we've had dozens since then come talk to us about others. So this is why it's so darn important. You cannot have your government working with big tech, big media to keep information from us and change the story and tell us something something that was true, for them to tell us it was false, that's what they did because they knew it was going to help Joe Biden in his campaign. And polling suggests mm-hmm. that if the American people would have had access to that information in, in its full sense, and its truthful sense, Joe Biden wouldn't be president.
0: We're talking with with Representative Jim Jordan. I, Congressman, if, if indications show that you know, the federal government, by way of Biden administration, if they intervene to Act on Hunter Biden's behalf and actually go after whether it's New York Post or some of these other entities that have been uh, uh, writing pieces and and covering what was on this laptop, not just the business dealings, but some of these others. Is there anything that the House can do to counteract that?
7: Well, there's a hearing coming up next week in in, in, uh, uh, Chairman Comer's uh, uh, committee where we will... um, we will have Jim Baker, who was Chief Counsel mm-hmm. of, uh, at the FBI, then went on to be uh, Deputy General Counsel at, the, at the twitter We'll have Joel Roth, who was instead of uh, in charge of site integrity at Twitter and was involved in this whole suppression of this story and other information that the American people should have had access to. They will be in front of the committee and we 're going to get a chance to ask them questions. We expect to do further in, uh, further work and investigation in this area based on what what is it now I think sixteen or seventeen different Twitter files and this this coordination we saw with government, big tech, and keeping information from us. So um, that is definitely something we're going to do. But it even it starts as early as next Wednesday with uh, the hearing in the Oval.
0: That's going to be must must viewing span for sure. Is there are there plans to bring in some of those intelligence officials as well? That because there was one who who admitted even a, a couple of months ago that they knew they knew all, the letter that they were signing was a lie, but they signed it anyway.
7: Well, we plan on talking. We've sent letters to those individuals, uh, the Judiciary Committee. We've sent letters to all. Those individuals asking for information regarding how that letter was put together, we plan on talking with every single one of them.
0: Wow. Uh, I have to ask you, too, Congressman, about the big news story That's I didn't realize I was going to be talking about a Chinese spy balloon as much as I was going to be today. But it's actually it's pretty amazing. As we were talking about it being in Montana over a missile base. Now it's floating into my home state of Missouri. The administration was apparently aware of this for a couple of months. They said today the DOD spokesperson said that it was going to be in the United States for, quote, a few more days. That seems pretty Mm -hmm. unacceptable. I wanted to get your reaction to this. How does this happen? How does a spy balloon get this far in inside the interior of the United States over a missile base? And apparently, not even Montana officials knew about it.
7: I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, uh, of course, yeah, of course, Dana. The, the, you know, it's just a weather balloon, and it's it's it, it, it's off track, and the and the westerly wind, and and over,
0: across well, the we, Pacific, just yeah, right over that Air Force it, base. It's crazy. It, it,
7: and you know, and you know, we can trust that because you know the the, the virus didn't start in a lab either. It was it was a bat to a pangolin to a hippopotamus to Joe Rogan, and we all get the virus. So you know, we can, you know, we can trust it. So uh, I mean, come on. And this is China. These are the people who are making the threats they're making uh, towards Taiwan. These are the people who still are intellectual property. These are the people who use TikTok to spy on us, uh, mm-hmm. and we're supposed to believe it's a weather balloon. I I don't buy it. I don't think the American people do. But I think it underscores. It underscores this sort of this, this problem with this White House is when you project weakness in the White House like the Biden administration does, so different than what we had under President Trump. But when you project mm-hmm. weakness like they do, bad people do bad things. I mean, the, 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 I, I go back to a year ago. I remember Secretary of State, former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo was being interviewed. They asked him, would Russia have went into Ukraine uh, in, in a Trump presidency? And Mike Pompeo gave the best answer. He said, the short answer is, I don't know. But I do know this: mm. it didn't it didn't happen when President Trump was in the White House. And I think that's the fundamental difference and why we're seeing so many things like we see now with China, with Russia. It's because you don't have strong leadership, strong commander in chief mm. in the White House. And it's a problem.
0: I feel like Trump would have already shot it down. I mean, what's the downside in shooting the thing down? I mean, I don't I don't see why there's this hesitancy or fear of this thing.
7: I don't I don't either. I don't either. But that's that's yeah, again, that's just well, that's the Biden White House. That is the, it's going, that is
0: the o- right it's point. going over Missouri, and I was, you know, I was telling our radio audience, Congressman, that you know, my, the folks where I grew up in the Ozarks, their unofficial slogan is "Here, hold my beer." And I mean, that's it seems like that's, you know, I feel like they may be challenged to do something about this thing. So, you know, maybe maybe those good folks take care of it for the government. They don't have to worry about it. (laughs) One less thing you all got to worry about and hold a hearing on in D.C. Congressman Jim Jordan, I appreciate your time today. Uh, Always a pleasure. Always no shortage of topics to cover. So we'd love to have you back. Thank you so much.
7: We will take care.
0: All right. You too. We have uh, more to come, folks, too, as we roll into the end of this third hour yeah it's still floating over all oh, man! if you look on social media it is uh which normally i won't tell you to do but people are taking photos of it everywhere all and yeah it's going southeast it's north northwest missouri right now so i'm just saying I mean, oh you know just feel i do feel like trump would have blown it up already you, don't you think so oh, yeah. he totally would have blown it up. it wouldn't yeah. even got i really feel like it wouldn't have gotten this far oh yeah
5: he would have bragged about it and everything
0: yeah, I think he would have actually had a ceremony. They would have gone out to a field, and he would have launched something, and we would have wa- And that he, he'd have put on binoculars and watched it blow up, and then and then everybody went back, went back home. I really feel like that's what would have happened.
2: Listen to the Dana Show live on the Odyssey app weekdays noon to three p.m. Eastern time.
0: So apparently, that spy balloon is going to be over St. Louis tonight. Oh, during the current atmospheric steering currents. It's going to be in North Carolina on Saturday. Mm-mm-mm, just saying. Uh, so it's going to be spying on everybody in St. Louis then. Do you think that they're, and Kane had mentioned this, Lorraine brought it up too. If is there? Are, do you think that they're worried that there's like some kind of like dirty bomb situation with it? That would be an act of war, man. If they did that, that's though. what
5: I'm saying. But the fact that our military doesn't, isn't doing that, like I don't know. There just seems like something that they could literally do to show some strength in this situation, and they're not doing it.
0: Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if we sent a balloon into China? They would, be, they would say it's an act of war. If we just go and visit Taiwan, they're like, it's an act of war. It's provocative. And they got to get all their ships out and act like they're getting ready to defend against something. I don't know, people who just want to be left alone. I don't know so ridiculous yeah they wouldn't tolerate it this is just them messing with us and what's our administration doing i don't know i think i'd wait for it to be over a field and then i still think i'd i would i i can't they surely they've had to fly something up there to surveil it right you would think? i mean hell i got a drone they could you need know you to register all those stupid things with the faa all your drones you know that is that dumb what if you didn't Say say that you did. I'm not saying don't. You know. Well, don't, I mean, there are do, other do things in the
5: air carrying human beings. You kind of want to comply with some of that.
0: I'm not saying don't. I'm just saying I'm not saying either way.
5: You're just saying what if you don't?
0: What if you know? It
5: probably could be bad.
0: Yeah, but I'm not saying fly it up thirty thousand feet.
5: Right. I mean, you have to go sixty thousand feet to see this thing in a drone. Like if you're going to send up a drone with a steak knife or something, just cut it up. Yeah. Um. Seems like that would work, right? But are there the drones that do the whole I don't know. eleven point something miles in the air?
0: Maybe, but just I don't know. It just seems like. Mm. All right, one one really quick thing too. This uh, Democrat representative I told you about this Daily Caller had this story. Uh, actually, says welfare is a pejorative, and that it's all the word demonizes mothers because she apparently only thinks Gwen Moore only thinks that women go on welfare. What? Yeah, Gwen. What's her face? Moore, who is from Wisconsin. Uh, she apparently thinks that only women go on welfare. And she says, and she, then she cited the term welfare queen. Well, you know what? There's also a reason why stereotypes exist in certain re- aspects. And I think that it's applicable to dudes, too. This is just dumb. So, this is goofy. I can't believe that they're actually trying to argue over... This term, it's silly. We got a damn Chinese spy balloon that's up there, going to be floating over everything, spying on all our stuff. Going to be spying all over. You know what? They'll get. They're going to get one look at like like downtown St. Louis. Some of the gang violence is happening, and they're going to turn right the hell around. That all of a sudden it'll become maneuverable. Ho dang! Let's let's go. I'm just saying. All right, today's stupidity came. What we got?
5: All right, it is Joe Biden. As you know, inflation has been kind of crazy. The Fed's doing what it's what it can to Mm -hmm. reduce the money. A supply in order to kind of get this under control but the government's got to stop the spending but anyway this all started with biden it was 1.4 percent when biden started office listen to what he says here to this question
4: take
3: right. any blame for inflation you Mr. Just, president
5: are you Taking take any blame for inflation no
3: why
0: no. not
6: because it was already there when i got here oh man. my gosh it was, it was
0: like not
5: that? how does anybody let this guy continue this adult you brain. can
0: measure it it was not it started with him
5: good god i mean and all the evidence is there uh and the additional spending since he took office as well is also creating an increase in money supply causing the fed to have to do a harder job mm-hmm. so uh we may see another interest rate hike in the future but that was just stupid,
0: stupid. that's ridiculous stupid. now that does it for us this week ladies and gentlemen Make sure you sign up for the newsletter over at Substack, chapter and verse. Find us at com. social media, Facebook and YouTube. Like and subscribe. Have a great night. Back with you Monday.